What's going on, people? It's your boy Kalichi back with another episode of the Rambling Mind podcast. How y'all doing today? Hope y'all are ready for the week. I hope y'all are doing well during the week. I hope your week has started off on a good note. I don't know. Did any of y'all watch the Super Bowl? Super Bowl was a. It was actually a good game this year. The halftime performance was worlds better than what it was last year. But uh. But there were some questionable things they did during the Super Bowl, the halftime show. I mean, literally, they went from uh, from J-Lo dancing on a pole, doing pole dancing on a pole, to little children in a choir. Like, two, as one of my friends said, two extremes of a morality type situation. Like, pole dancing, little kids looking extremely innocent and singing in a choir. It's like, hmm, like, I don't know about that. But yeah, it was a but the Super Bowl this year was good. It was a really really good game, the game between the 49ers and the Chiefs. I'm glad the Chiefs won. I wanted them to to win. I actually lost hope there in the fourth quarter when Mahomes threw another interception and the Chief, and the 49ers scored. So I was just I just gave up. I was just like they can't come back. I give up. It's game over. And one of my friends was like, "Nah, they can still come back." Even though he was rooting against the Chiefs, he was rooting for the 49ers. But he was like, oh, they can definitely come back. That the Chiefs can score very easily. But the way the 49ers defense was playing, though, it just looked like there was no way Mahomes was going to be able to do anything. But they did. They came back. They came back during that game. And it was it was just a good game. Like, it, it kept you engaged the whole time. Like, watching that game, it just was so engaging. The whole, the whole game was just really good. It was just... Each team executed so well. Like, they performed everything they needed to do. They performed it at optimal levels for the most part. Of course, Mahomes threw an interception, so I would say it was a perfect game. But it was just a well-played game. Like, both teams came out, and they came out, and they played really well. Like, they played to their strength. The Kansas City Chiefs, their strength is Patrick Mahomes passing the football. And the 49ers, their strength was running the football and playing good defense. And both teams really lived up to those standards. Like, they did a very good job throughout the game. It just came down to a couple plays at the at the end of the fourth quarter. Patrick Mahomes doing Patrick Mahomes things. It was beautiful. And uh, it was just, it was so nice. It was just a really, really good, good game overall. And for me, for me, this was more a, a super enjoyable Super Bowl because I got the opportunity to host people. And for me... I've always wanted to always have a place where people wanted to come to. I've always wanted to own a, whether it's an apartment or a home where people want to come and hang out and chill and just, you know, just have people around. Because growing up, I used to hate it. (laughs) Growing up, I used to hate having people around. My mom used to always have people in our house and I'll be like, why is this one inside my house? Why is there always an auntie or an uncle that is not even related to me always inside our house? Why, why, why? And now... I want people to always be in my house. I want people to be around, to be in my house and just be have the opportunity to host people in my home. So to be able to do that, unfortunately, I've, I've not really been able to do that that much, mainly because I live far out from most people. Um, so I've not been able to kind of host as many people and as much as I would like to do. And I would love to be able to do more of it in the future. Hopefully in the near future, I'll be able to do it. But it was so nice just being able to host people over at the house and just have people come through, hang out with people. And it was it was very it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun just having 
even though my house is small or my apartment's small and we didn't have enough seats, but it was still enjoyable. It was still a very enjoyable time period where we just kind of we hung out together, we watched the game, talked about the football game, and then we talked about other things. Which which is the reason why I like hang, I like people to host people over. It's just the stories that you share, the things that you tell, the jokes that you tell, and the discussions that you have throughout the thing. It's just it's just a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun just having that many people in my house. I really enjoyed it. And plus, it didn't even take that much to be to be able to host it. So I, hopefully, I get the opportunity to do it some more in the future. It's hard to do it where I live right now, so not a whole lot of people want to be driving down to where I live, but I still enjoyed it. It was it was such a good night. It was for me at least, it was such a good night having people in the house, making fun of each other. It was just a lot of fun having people around. So, I know I've been rambling about that for a little bit now. Let me uh, what was your experience on the Super Bowl? Were you able to go to a Super Bowl party? Or what did you do for your Super Bowl? Did you just stay home, get locked into the game? Or did you even watch the Super Bowl? Hit me up on Twitter, let me know. Uh, or hit me up on Instagram and let me know what your Super Bowl night experience. Or did you even know it was the Super Bowl? I know there's probably some people who are listening to you that is like, what is even Super Bowl? What now? What did they talk about? Is it World Cup or what is that? It was good. It was a good day. Hopefully I can host something like that again in the future. Having people over all that good stuff that was my whole super super bowl experience and that was fun but let's get into today's topic today we're gonna talk about how to pay off debt last week we talked about how to budget and how to save for your emergency fund today we're taking it to the next step we're breaking down the next step which is how do i pay off my debt how exactly do i go from having $5,000 in debt, $10,000 in debt, $15,000 in debt, $20,000, whatever it is, whatever amount, I have this amount fill in the blank in debt. How do you go from that to being able to pay off your debt? How do you, how do you do it step by step? Now, the key thing to be able to do what I'm about to say is that you've already completed the first part, which is, again, it's very key. You have that budget down. You have that budget and you have that emergency fund. Because when you start this process, and I'm not going to lie to any single one of y'all out there, it's going to be hard. It's going to be painful. But the good thing about it is it's going to be painful and hard for a period of time. It's going to be painful and hard for a very specific period of time. And then once you're done in that specific period of time, you don't have to worry about it ever again. The thing about what the process you're going to do is you're basically going to suffer you're going to suffer for a short period of time so that you can enjoy for a longer period of time. The goal, however, is to make that short period of time as short as possible so you can enjoy more afterwards. It's basically, it's just like when you go to school, you go to school, you stay up studying for different exams, you do all the stuff, you suffer for short periods of time so you can be successful so that when you come out of school, you graduate with a good GPA and then you can hopefully get a job from that like for example if you go to school for let's say engineering for example you go to school you study really hard you stay sometimes you have to stay up all night doing projects doing exams trying to figure out homework problems all that stuff so that you can pass the exams so you can get a job an internship a job whatever 
so that you can enjoy life more later on. You put that sacrifice in those four to five years that you're in school. You sacrifice your time. You sacrifice maybe hanging out with friends all the time, maybe going out and doing some more fun things or in quote unquote fun things so that once you get out of school, so that once those four years, four to five years are up, you come out and your next 30 years are already much better off than those four to five years. That's the whole purpose of school. School is a minimal amount of time that you can sacrifice. You sacrifice on those times so that when you get out of it, you can enjoy your life a little bit more so you can earn a decent living after you get out of school. It's the same thing we're going to do with debt is we're going to give ourselves a deadline. You're going to set yourself a deadline that by this time, I should have paid off all my debt. The goal is to set a period of time and say, by this date, and try to make it not something, make it a realistic date, but at the same time, don't make it so lofty that you end up, that's the other reason, don't make it so lofty that it ends up just falling and falling and falling and you end up never being able to catch up to it, but make a a very concrete destination or make a very concrete decision as to this is where I'm going, this is where I want to be, and this is how I'm going to get there. And so, how we're going to do that is simply by doing this. I talked about it at the end of the last episode. It's it's called the debt snowball method. I stole this from Dave Ramsey. A lot of this theory, the first three parts of this theory is a lot of information that I've stolen from Dave Ramsey. So shout out to him for the information that he shared on his show and the information I've gotten from going through FPU, which is Financial Peace University. And he calls it a death snowball. It's what I've talked about before. It's listing your deaths from smallest to highest. Like we've talked about it multiple times. Let's say you have one credit card that has $100 you owe on it. And then you have another credit card that owes $500 on it. Let's say $5,000 on a car. And then let's say you had to fix something in your house if you own a home and you owe about $6,000 to Lowe's. And then let's say you have student loans and you still owe about $20,000. So in total, that is $31,600 in debt, right? Now, the focus of this is this is your total amount of debt. The $31,000 is what you owe total. But that's not the main focus. The main focus is you go to the smallest one and you pay that one off first. And then from there, you go to the next one. The smallest one was that $100 credit card that you may owe on. You pay that one. So you pay that one as fast as you can. And then from there, you go to the 500. And then from there, you go to the 5,000. And then from there, you go to the 6,000. And then from there, you go to the 20,000. And then you just keep on churning along. The thing that happens is as you pay off these debts, your, your budget starts opening up more and more where you're not paying off monthly fees to these things so you can put more money to the next one and you can put more money to the next one. This is where your budget comes in very handy like we talked about. Your budget is the key to all of this because your budget allows you to be more disciplined to be able to make decisions. So you've made your budget, you have that emergency fund in case anything else comes so you don't have to take on any more debts. You don't have to take on any more debts in the future. That is set in stone. So now what you have to do is you decide what debt am I paying off first? And then the other thing is you're, like I said, it's going to be hard. It's going to suck. You're going to have to cut out a lot of stuff that you don't, that are not necessities. And you're going to have to leave, live on just the necessities for a period of time. You're going to have to suffer for a period of time, living on just the things that you really, really absolutely need. In other words, you're going to have to leave on basic food. 
Like food is one of the things that we spend on without thinking about a lot of the time. We spend on, we buy a lot of groceries that we don't need. We buy a lot of ex- excess stuff when we're in the grocery store. We just go in there and we're buying all kinds of stuff. We're walking down the middle like, oh, you know what? Maybe this would be nice. I'm trying to be healthy, so let me buy this food. Or I'm trying to be, I'm trying to eat a little bit better. Let me get that. And then you're walking around. You pick up all kinds of stuff. You come home and then you end up not cooking any of it. You end up throwing it away. So that's wasted money. This time around, you're going to have to be very specific. You're not going to be eating out. You're not going to be able to go out to eat at all. And I literally mean at all, like you can't go out to eat because a lot of times when we go out to eat, we eat multiple times. And then you look at your lunch. Let's say, for example, you buy lunch every day rather than make your lunch at home. Let's say you buy your lunch every day. Average lunch costs about $7. Let's say the average lunch costs about seven to $8. Multiply that by five. If you work five days a week, seven times five, that's $35. That's $35. That could have been your minimum payment for one of your debts. And then you multiply 35 times four, $140. Think about that. I don't think a lot of times when it comes to actually, we don't think about how much money we're, we are using because we just think, oh, it's one time, one time, one time, one time. But the thing is like, it's like how they say like a great ocean doesn't just start. It starts with drops, drops, drops. Like people have had their house flood because of a drop of water, it just drops 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 next thing you know it's a flood and you're like how did this happen or like people who've had for those who've had the experience of their bathroom flooding it's like how did that happen it was simple the toilet didn't latch on properly the water just kept on flowing and flowing and flowing and flowing and flowing and flowing and eventually it flooded the house and so it's not something it's never instantaneous it's an addition thing it always adds up everything adds up and then all of a sudden it's like man i spent I spent $300 on lunch on eating out. What? Like, how does that happen? And so that's the thing you have to look at for yourself is how can I go from spending $140 to $0? It's simple. Cut out lunches, make your own lunch at home, go to Walmart, buy a loaf of bread, buy some ham or something and eat that for lunch. Yes. You're eating the same thing over and over again. I know a lot of people are like, I want variety. Guess what? You're broke. You can't have variety. Variety only goes to people who have options. You don't have options. You just don't. So for a period of time, for a short period of time, you're going to have to suffer. You're going to have to suffer. Part of the suffering will also make you realize that you are broke. You are broke. You are not, you are not as well off as you think you are. If you are well off, you wouldn't be worrying about this money thing at all. But you are. You're worrying about it every day. It's like, if anything happens, you freak out, you spaz out. It's like, what am I going to do? Today is the tomorrow is coming already. How am I going to pay this bill? How am I going to pay that bill? Look, the main thing is create this budget. Cut out all the non-necessity stuff. Don't go shopping. For, a se- for this season, you have plenty of clothes. If you're listening to me, I'm pretty sure you have plenty of clothes. Your closet is full. Look for the things that has been in the back of your closet. Bring them out. That's the thing that you wear as new season clothes. A lot of us have so much stuff. We have shoes, we have clothes, but we just keep on buying more and more because the society with all the commercialization that we have, we're being 
told and forced to think that, oh, I need it. I need that. I have to be up to date with uh, with culture. I have to be up to date with the society. No, you don't. No, you do not. You already have the clothes that you need. Use those clothes that you already have. Don't go shopping. You cannot go shopping right now. You cannot afford to buy new clothes. You cannot. Now, if your clothes are getting bad or anything like that, of course, change them because you have to look good. You have to look decent, especially if you're single. You still have to look decent because you ain't going to find anybody else if you don't look decent. But and especially if you're going to work, you have to look decent. But it doesn't mean that you go shopping every other week. No. Or every month. No, you don't need to buy clothes that often. You don't need to buy shoes that often. You don't need to be on Amazon that often. That's the other thing. In this period of time, you probably need to let go of some of those subscription services. You're probably going to have to let go of whether it's Apple TV or Apple Music or any of these things. Just use the free version of Spotify for a while. Listen to free podcasts like this one. Share it. Share it. Let people who are in the same situation listen to these podcasts. Listen to find ways to find things that are free. Get free stuff. If you want to buy a book, go and borrow it from the closest library to you. You don't have to own it. And in case you don't know, in case you don't know, if you ha- if there's a library close to you and you get a library card, you can check out the ebook version of that book for free. For free. So you don't have to go buy a book. You can't afford it right now. You can't afford to be buying books. You can't afford to be buying anything extra. You have to do just the necessities, just the necessities. You can't, you can't do anything but what needs to be done. You have to, this, this is a period of suffering so that when you come out on the other side, you will never want to do this again. Part of it is for those who have paid off debt and fallen back into debt is simply you didn't suffer enough. Because I've not met anybody who has been in debt, debt or done something where they just felt like there were no, there was no hope. Everyone wants to go back to that situation again. So look, for this period of time, you can't do anything extra. You can't travel. Travel is off the page. You don't, don't even, don't even think about traveling until you finish paying off all this debt. Because what happens is when we travel, we spend more than we expect to spend, and then guess where you are in the same place that you've been. So look, for this period of time, your goal is to pay off this debt put everything on hold i understand life is short we should live life and enjoy life yes but there's a way you can enjoy life without spending that much money without wait without doing so much stuff there's a way to enjoy life without having to do everything without having to come and put yourself in a bigger hole than you're already in so look For this period of time, the goal is simple. After you've created your budget, which you should have by now, and you have your emergency fund set, your goal is simple. You start off with the smallest debt, the smallest debt that you have. You pay that one extremely fast. As soon as you get your your paycheck, you pay off all your bills, and you get to that one, and you pay it off, and you make the minimum. First of all, you make the minimum payments on all the the other ones because it doesn't matter at this point. Just make the minimum payments on all your all the debts that you have, and then whatever cash you have left over, throw it at the main at the at the debt that is the lowest. Throw it at that one. Pay that one off as fast as you can. And then once you finish paying that one off, I like to have something called a celebration. I say, I say that anybody who pays off any kind of debt, whether the debt was five dollars, whether it was fifty dollars, whether it was fifty thousand dollars, whatever the the debt is. I would say have yourself a little celebration. It doesn't mean you don't have to go and spend money. 
It means maybe for this one time, when you're in the grocery store, you give yourself an ice cream or something. You buy yourself something small, not something more than like $20 at the most. Something that doesn't make hurt your bank, but something small. Because what if you reward yourself? Because one of the things as human beings, we like to be rewarded. We want that dopamine hit. So reward yourself. Find something that you like that will make you feel rewarded. Whatever it is. If it's like, oh, I like to read a book. Go find a book and get that book. But don't spend crazy amounts of money. If it's just spend like, I would say spend no more than 10 to $20 on whatever it is that you're using to reward yourself. So reward yourself that one time and then it's back to work. And this doesn't mean go out to a restaurant and spend 35 to $50 on a meal because you paid off one debt. No, that's not what we're doing. No, 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 no. When you reward yourself, in fact, you can reward yourself with stuff inside your house. Throw yourself a little party, a little dance party in your house. Just dance around, you know, and just burn that. <laughs> what I used to do is I used to take the the piece of paper, the statements or the card, if it was a card, and I'll just have a celebration of cutting it up and celebrating and thanking God that I paid that nonsense off and get out of it. Because it is, it, it, it liberates you. And then it shows you that you can do it. And also, one thing you should always keep in mind is I was able to create an emergency fund so I can do this. Because you can do this, people. The thing you have to believe is you can pay off this debt. This debt has no reign over you. You can pay off Whatever amount of debt it is, you got this. It may take some time, but you got this. So the main thing to do is pay off that smallest one and then start focusing on the next one. And you grind hard on that next one. You pound that next one until you get every single thing. But the thing is you keep on paying the minimum payments on all the other ones so you have as much money so you can focus on that other one. And the key is you have to be focused. You have to be focused on each debt one at a time be focused. You have to be extremely focused in this period of time. And then if you don't have extra money like that, you may have to go find something as a side gig, as a side hustle that you can do for a short period of time. So you can get some extra money that you can be throwing as these debts. I know a few people who have done DoorDash. I know some people who are trying to do DoorDash, Uber Eats, all that kind of stuff. I would advise you take that into consideration, but at the same time, be safe. I would say try and find something that you enjoy to do and do it as your side hustle. For me, I enjoyed soccer. So my side hustle was refing soccer games because I enjoyed watching soccer anyway. And so it was a good side hustle for me. And I didn't want to put miles on my car. So that's also something to think about. But if you can't find any other way, those ones are easy because you set your own hours so you can make it work for you. You can make it work as necessary around to fit your schedule so find something there's a lot of different things whatever your hobby is try and find opportunities where people just need extra hands to be able to just move some things around and set something up on a weekend and you can make a few a uh, few extra bucks that you can throw at some of these debts and help yourself out to get out of debt a little bit faster just to urge yourself and push yourself out of debt a little bit faster if you don't have that extra flexibility in your budget if your budget is just all the way maxed out like it's like yo after i pay off all the minimum payments on these things i don't have any extra money to start throwing around from there you have to look to find something else find another way another option is you might have to pick up a second job like working some kind of night shift it's gonna be very very tiring and very exhausting but you can do it. It's an option. It's a possibility of you doing 
a night shift and it's you're gonna be tired you're gonna be extremely exhausted but remember it is a short period of suffering for a greater tomorrow to make some money you might have to sell some things that's another option a lot of us have a bunch of stuff in our house that we don't use that we don't need that we just been keeping around just because it's been there and we've not really thought about it dig all those stuff up and sell it sell old electronics sell old clothes all that kind of stuff just sell it like you can go donate your clothes to like Plato's closet or something like that and they'll give you money to take and then you can use that money to pay off your debt stuff like that find ways find things in your house that you can turn from being just junk to turn into cash if possible if you just have stuff laying around you never know who might want the thing that you don't want it's like they say another man's trash is another man's treasure one man's trash is another man's treasure so you never know what people may find worth it so just find stuff and just try look for opportunities i mean it's gonna it's not easy i'm not even trying to play this off and say oh if you just try hard it's gonna go no it's not easy it's gonna be hard i'm not like i'm not even trying to play that off at all it's gonna be extremely difficult to be able to do this but the main thing is like my sister told me when there's a will there's a way and with God, all things are possible, which is even more important. And so he will give you wisdom. He will give you guidance, pray, asking for leading. Because one thing I know for sure that is biblically true, God does not want any single one of us to be a, a borrower. He wants us to be lenders. He doesn't want any single one of us, especially if you're hearing my voice right now. None of us are meant to be people who are beg for bread. He says that my children shall never beg for bread. It's like literally, it's a biblical scripture. And I have chosen that to read that into my life and put myself, my, my name dear, to say that I will not beg for bread. Kelechi will never beg for bread. My family, Kelechi Waba's family will not beg for bread. And so it's the same prayer that I have for y'all that none of you will beg for bread. And part of that is being free from, being free from any of these loans and debts and all this stuff that wants to keep us held down. That doesn't want our head to be held high because we're always always grinding around frustrated stressing and all this other stuff trying to just figure out how i'm going to make it to the next paycheck no i want us to have freedom i want us to have freedom from all this all this nonsense all this money issues so that we can help other people so that we can help ourselves so we can do more with ourselves so we are now so stressed out so it can be greater because once you release a lot of these things, all of a sudden you have clarity to even think of greater things, to look at greater opportunities for bigger businesses where you're not just trying to just grind and grind and grind and grind where you're like, you know what? I can do this now. Like you can actually see the future so much clearer with after you get past this. So the most important thing, like I said, don't do any extra, do the necessities. You might eat the same thing over and over and over and over and you may hate it, but that's good. Hate it because then you will hate what is making you do it. You will hate that thing like the, the whole debt, this thing that is making you eat the same food when you hate eating the same thing over and over. You will hate it and you want to kill this thing so you can go back to living life. So you can go back to eating what you want to eat, not what you have to eat. My only message through this entire thing is simply this. Suffer a little bit now. Suffer now. Suffer now. Suffer now. So that your tomorrow can be brighter. And I know at the same time, you want to enjoy life. Life is too short to just throw it away or anything like that. At the same time, I'm not saying you shouldn't do anything. 
but I am saying like find ways that when you do want to do something, you don't have to spend that much money and be creative. Don't just accept the first option. I mean, some of you guys out there know how to shop. Like some of you know how to shop. You know, you don't just buy anything anyhow. You know how to, the same way that you go into a store and you look at something and you're like, man, that thing is too expensive. And you go to the sale rack and you can fashion yourself inside that sale rack. Go from, from about to spend $300 to spending $20. How you can just navigate yourself. It's the same way you navigate yourself in life. Don't just take that first option just because it's like, well, you know, that's the, no, no, <laughs> just like you do in a shopping mall where you compare things, figure out there's always other avenues. There's always other ways that you can kind of connive your way through. Now, I'm not saying do anything that will put your life in danger. Do not do any of that. But I am saying sometimes there are other opportunities that we miss because we don't look outside the box. Because we don't look outside what we already know. Suffer now so that tomorrow you'll be much better off. It's like going to the gym. Like when I go to the gym, I'm not always, I don't always want to be in there. Anybody who goes to work out on a regular basis, it's not always fun. It's not always comfortable. There's some exercises that you do in there that you hate. Some exercises you love and some exercises put you in some very compromising situations that I don't like to do. But at the same time, because those exercises end up helping you do the ones that you enjoy to do a lot better. And so that's the same way. The exercise for now is for you to focus on destroying these debts. It's for you to focus on absolutely obliterating these debts out of your life so that you are never, ever, ever in this position again. And part of that is literally hating the fact of where it has put you in because now you have to suffer a little bit. Now you have to suffer, but reduce the period of time. Like I said at the very beginning, reduce the period of time. After you've made your budget, and you start making some excess income, if you can find ways to make excess income, set your dates, say, by this time, if I keep to this schedule of paying off all these things at this certain time, putting this money towards this one and throwing money into that one, I should come out and be debt free by this point. Give yourself a deadline. Don't just give it a lofty, oh, you know, calculate it, calculate it out from your budget. Calculate if I keep putting this amount of money every month, by what time will I be able to get to this point? Okay, I know that point now. Now, if I can make some extra money, how would that reduce the time? Okay, I now know the time that it will reduce. For, so, for example, let's say if you have $5,000 in debt and you're like, if I put $200 every month into it, when will I finish? You divide $5,000 divided by $200. You do your division. You get, okay, it will take me 25 months. Okay. And then you say, oh, if I can do $400, how do I get the $400? Okay, let's do 400. Four divided by 50. Four. Mm-hmm. It will take me 12 and a 12 and a half months or something like that. Take me 12 and a half months. Okay, cool. So that's one year. Okay. Uh-huh. Now that I know that it will take me one year to get out of debt completely, how do I make that extra $200 so I can pay this thing off even faster? Or what are other ways in my budget that I can cut? What is it inside my budget that I'm seeing that maybe I can just remove? And if I remove that one, I will just be good on that. And then I'll be able to pay off all these debts faster. That's, that's it. That's literally it. And that's why the budget is so important because that budget basically just sets the tone for everything else. 
don't touch the emergency fund. Don't touch the emergency fund. Because I don't want any single one of y'all to have a situation where something comes up and then you have to go back into debt to be able to save yourself. So no. And then this is a, I don't know why I brought this up at the very end, but this is a slight trick and a slight but very important note. For me, one of the key things that definitely helps me stay out of debt is my family. Not everyone has this, and I thank God for the family that I do have, is they come in to aid and support any single person that needs help in whatever they're doing. And so I'll say, if you can, I pray to God that people have this. If you have good people around you, not necessarily for them to be paying off your bills and paying off your debt for you, but if something happens, if an emergency happens and you need help, call out for help, reach out for help. Sometimes we try to struggle too hard by ourselves. Reach out, use the resources God has blessed you with. Maybe it's a friend that is willing to help you. Maybe it's your parents, maybe it's your sister, maybe it's your brother. Those resources, use them for your benefit. Reach out for help. Don't try to be too stubborn or too prideful or whatever. You don't, you don't have time to be prideful. You don't have time to be stubborn. Reach out for help. Let them help you. Let them help you. Allow them to help you. That will definitely benefit you. You have to swallow your pride and allow them to come into your life and aid you. And they will do a lot of talking. And in that moment, it's just for you to shut up and smile and say, yes, thank you. So ask for help. Being around people who are willing to help you is also a key cog in being able to pay off your debt and also stay debt free. And I'll leave it there because I've been talking for a long time and I think I've said the same thing like 20 different, 10 different ways. But the simple thing is, the, the, the main thing is simple. How do you pay off debt? You list down all your debts and you target the smallest one first and you go from smallest to largest. You cut out whatever you don't need that is not a necessity in your life and you suffer for a short period of time. It means you're not going out to eat when everybody says, hey, what are we having for lunch today? You have your bag with you and you say, this is what I'm eating for lunch. And then you eat what you bring, not going out to buy something and you stay on it. You stay on it. You're consistent with it. Know your goal. Write it down somewhere. Put it a big poster somewhere. And be as you are paying off your debt, be marking it off. As you start from like, even if it's $10, be marking it off. Just be marking it off. Because that excites you. Like put it somewhere where you will see. And then you're like, okay, good. We're making progress. We're making progress. So you don't lose focus. And then have great, if you have great people around you, use the resource to your benefit. Allow them to help. People want to help. Allow them to help if they can help. Now, if you know that they already have headache of their own, don't go and be additional headache on their head, please. Because then they'll just be guilty and then they, they won't know what to do. But if, if it's somebody that you know you can depend on, that you can trust, and you can ask for help, ask for help. If you have family members that usually show up in times of need, ask for help. Sometimes, sometimes the help that they can give you is food free food where you don't have to worry about buying food that comes in clutch there's a huge value that's placed on that where you don't have to worry about food for a minute that's big so look and it may not always be monetary help that they give you 
sometimes the help that they give you is stuff like love, being patient to listen to you, being patient to say, hey, you've been on this journey, just keep going. And just sometimes food, because man must eat. And sometimes it's just being around you, watching TV with you, so that you don't feel like you have to go out. Find those people around you, because those people are, are forever keepers. And that's my little tip to, of how to, to pay off debt. I hope this helped you. I hope you learned one thing or the other from this. I know this has been a long podcast with me basically saying the same thing over and over again, but I think it's the only way to get it into our thick skulls is all sharing it over and over and over and over again. I want every single one of us to be free from this whole struggling with money. I want us to thrive. I'll say it again. The goal of this is to help each and every single one of us thrive. I want us to thrive. I want the children of my generation to thrive. I want us to thrive. Not just exist, not just survive, but thrive. But anyway, that's all I got for y'all tonight. God bless each and every single one of y'all. It's been the Rambling Mind Podcast. Thank y'all for listening. And I'll catch y'all later. This has been your boy Kalichi. And I'm out. Peace.